0: Hello and welcome, y'all, to the third overall and final audio exclusive episode of the 280. That's right, folks. You didn't miss here. The 280 will officially be accompanied by video as of next week. That is February the 2nd in the year of our Lord 2023 for any Amish listening on vinyl. The 280, or at least the audio version, is also officially available out on all major podcasting platforms that you could possibly dream of using. We've got Spotify. We've got Apple Podcasts. We've got to get you onto a better platform if you're using anything outside of those two. Video episodes will still be exclusive to YouTube and Spotify. Anyways, regardless of your preferred medium for content consumption, thanks for swinging by. Sit down. Strap in. I dabble in jabbering significantly. I'm a jabberer, I'm a recognizably devout jabberer, too it's rife with blabber as well if I'm being truthful. You know, I'm a vivid thinker, and I appreciate that about myself on most days. but the potential harm created by the overlap between vivid descriptions and my personalized storytelling. That harm escaped my thoughts prior to the launch of the 280. That oversight, some of that is my fault. You know, in fact, you could probably make a strong case that it was roughly 95% my fault. I don't think I'd argue with you. However, we gentle parent here at the 280. I... Give me a chance to clear some things up before you start pelting me with your expired cherry tomatoes. Okay. Tom- tomatoes. When I say teas, tomatoes. I, I want to be clear. I'm- I want to be crystal clear, explicitly clear. Okay. At an absolute maximum, absolute maximum. I am 80% serious at any given moment. 80%. Usually, I don't even approach 80%, okay? The This 80% rule applies to roughly any and all verbiage that has ever and will ever creep up my throat and slide past my thin, chapped lips. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is. I don't know how it is. I don't know nothing. I don't get it either. But you know, here we are. This is where I'm at. And honestly, I don't think my moderately absurdist interactions are entirely negative. Or even overall negative. But if it annoys you, honestly, like fair. it's It just sucks. Because I don't have the vocabulary to accurately describe this purportedly antagonistic and incessant fluctuating amalgamation of sensory experience that comprises the remainder of my social and societal presentation you know i i wish i could put it into words but it you know it's just it's my bit it is it's my it's my little bit plain and simple it is my bit and my bit is my obligation Legal obligation, in fact. As per the legal arrangements agreed upon prior to the initial publication of the 280, I am, and I quote, Cursed to forever tap dance along the boundary lines of satire, blasphemy, goodwill, and blatant fabrication. Legally speaking, it's my bit. I will live and I will die by my bit. And... You know, I know it can be kind of frustrating. Probably thinking, oh, Carson, how are we supposed to know the difference? I don't think you are. Relationships and interactions, they're they're just weird. They're weird, they're vague, they're unnecessarily complex. But if they weren't, God, they'd be so boring. I think, for me, the beautiful thing about relationships, relationships of all forms, romantic, platonic, whatever, for each individual relationship that we create in our lives, we create brand new caricatures of both ourselves and of others that are, like, exclusive to us. It's like a two-person performance because let's let's be honest we mask our annoying traits when we meet people you know what i mean you're not going to come out of the gate swinging like if if you approach people at a party in the same way that you act around your siblings like i mean you'll you'll get shot more than most people we we do it we all do it we've We've been doing it for millennia, minimum. It's, I mean, it's the logic behind first impressions matter. You know, it's the logic behind the three-month rule in dating. You know, it's the logic behind trust issues as a whole. It's our reality. We don't really know each other. We decide what each individual gets to see of us, and that is the truly cathartic aspect of relation, of interaction. It's our delusions, our own delusions regarding others. And today, we analyze those delusions and some of the not super fun truths that inspire them. And please remember that I, as well as all of my previous and future guests, We speak from our own experience, and we do so with good intentions. Even critiques come from a place of longing for peace and prosperity, I promise. And honestly, I assume the exact same of you, you faceless listener, you. Elaborate arguments are the basis of academia. They are the backbone of knowledge. They're essentially our only way to create knowledge. Disagreement is allowed. Disagreement without full understanding is ignorance. Ignorance is a top five paramour song. Okay, rant over. Thanks yet again for tuning into the 280. Feel free to like, to follow, to comment, subscribe, or whatever else the hell could possibly apply to the service that you're listening to this on. And again, just to reiterate, all opinions expressed in the 280 are entirely genuine, and if you disagree with any of them, you are both wrong and a bad person. Okay, let's get to it. Big brown bug bit a big brown bear one that is used to train auctioneers to speak super fast. The big like, brown like, bug, get bug get a, bob, get oh. a And I know that because um, my oldest little sister, when she was a young blood, wanted to be an auctioneer.
1: Oh, really?
0: After our grandfather died, mm-hmm. we had a big estate sale where... He sold a bunch of combines and a bunch of tractors Mm. and all of that stuff. And we hired an auctioneer to do the whole thing. And around that time, she started getting obsessed with auctioneering. And she would go to auctions a lot with my dad. (laughs) And I hated auctions because they suck. They do. (laughs) They do suck, especially like old people auctions. But she freaking loved them and she went to them all the time.
1: That's pretty cute.
0: Yeah, that's the only reason I knew that is because it used to be a thing that was
2: redacted. I don't know how
0: old she was when it was happening, but fully wanted to be an auctioneer.
1: You think she remembers
0: that? Yeah. I mean, she wasn't super young. Mm. I think she was like double digits in age Oh yeah. at this point. Because I was like, I was nine when he died, so she would be like seven or eight. Yeah. Somewhere around there. She's not that much younger than me. So... Picking up where we left off.
1: On uh, Noah.
0: When we left off 20 minutes ago <laughs> or last week, if <laughs> you're not me or Jordan. Um, yeah. How how did you meet, first of all? What was the first Noah encounter like? So,
1: Noah, what happened is I was friends. I'm friends with Michaela, right? And she has a friend named Taylor, who she is also friends with. Um, and Taylor, at the time, was friends with Noah. And mm-hmm. they're, like, best friends. And Taylor and Michaela are in my room talking, hanging out. They're like, oh, my gosh. Wait. Jordan and Noah, they're both single. They'd be great for each other. So um, I remember one night.
0: Why don't people ever do that with me? That would be so convenient. <laughs> well, Never I have that.
1: It was crazy. They're like, yeah, we're going to do this. And so, like, they give us each of us are snaps and then send each other pictures of us. And they're like, here, like y'all two get together.
0: I I did have, I did have somewhat of a facilitator on mine. I'm not going to lie because.
1: it felt like the bachelorette.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) Like I'm being. Did I tell, did I tell you how I met her? No, tell me. I was in, I went home for Jenna's graduation was a few days before jenna's graduation and um i was call. i was sitting in a burger king parking lot and i was burger king the finger i was chicken sounds so good right now i love the chicken (laughs) fries so much i got the chicken fries and the normal fries and they have a place
1: to put your sauce yeah, <gasps> I would
0: douse those in ranch. Oh I I, went, I used to go to Burger King. I that was sounds a right now. I was a Burger King fiend yes. for a minute, and then they changed up their ranch, and it wasn't as good after. But lame. I was in a Burger King parking lot, a tad bit. Mm, <laughs> yeah, and. <laughs> I call my best friend. I was calling him on Snapchat for some reason. Fully have his phone number, but sometimes I call him on Snapchat. Yeah. Sometimes I call him on phone, whatever. I'm scrolling through my entire list of Snapchat friends to get down to L. And um, while I'm scrolling, I hit a J name. And that J name is the name of my friend.
2: Redacted.
0: Mm-hmm. And I don't talk to... Redacted. D- regularly. We're not on... like We weren't on... um. Best We weren't best we friends. weren't on bad terms or anything like that, but we just like don't interact because we're not around each other ever.
1: You associate. But
0: I call her on Snapchat and she picks she picks up <laughs> for some reason. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> You're like, mm, this and, was the wrong person. Well, it was
0: not yeah, I mean it wasn't even like a choice. It was just like a thing that happened and I let happen. And so we, I don't remember what we were talking about because, again, not, like, fully in the present. And she has this fine-ass blonde who's, like, shifting in and out of the corner of the screen. Like, just drifting in and out because, as far as she's concerned, I'm a literal stranger who's just, like, giggling about some dumb shit mm-hmm. and called her friend. And um, she pops in the view of the camera And I don't know how long it was for, but she we just like stared at each other for what was long enough that I it was like an awkwardly long amount of time. And my brain like shuts off. Like I genuinely do not know how long I was staring at her. Sweet. Because you felt like you fell in love then and there. No, it wasn't even that. It was like I don't even know how to explain it like my brain quite literally turned off and i was just you're like i was just in awe. i was just seeing her yeah i i don't think i talked to her like i don't i don't know if i said anything to her or not i think i was just kind of perplexed by the whole situation cuz i was like um, oh my god what the fuck who is that and um so they you're like
1: i have to know this person. They're
0: get they're getting ready to go to a pool together a and pool. um i am yeah so They are essentially not busy. They're about to go lounge. Mm -hmm. And I am in a Burger King parking lot. So how (laughs) fucking busy can you be? So I drive home with my chicken fries and um, send a message to.
2: Redacted.
0: Those damn chicken fries. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I know somewhere in the conversation there was a um, ma'am can I get the snap of the fine ass woman next Aww. to you? And I am not usually that upfront, that bold. Yeah. I can get bold. I don't know why. Something about her made me weirdly confident.
1: Aww. You're like, I'm ready. So, I- I'm telling this person I like this
0: person. I don't even know what was going through my head. It was just like it's not like an I'm ready or it's not like a, oh, this is obviously fate. This is supposed to happen. It was like a I wasn't I wasn't scared to attempt. Like, there was an immediate comfort.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I get her, I get her Snapchat, and I send her, um, I think my message said, Hey girl with staring problem. And <laughs> she messes back pretty immediately. And she Aww. is, um, she's cuter than I originally thought. This mm-hmm. motherfucker is a looker. Aww. So um, I think I ask her out. Y'all, for everybody
1: out there, imagine a person saying that about you, like.
0: Imagine a she's person, a looker. Imagine oh. a person saying that about you, and then you block them on text message. Oh. Imagine that. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm going. I'm going to recount happily. I, re- I refuse. <laughs> I'm not being bitter this episode. I'm not. I'm not. I'm really not bitter. <laughs> I feel like I'm very peaceful. You're right very now, somewhat.
1: Yeah, you're a positive thinker. It seems. I'm
0: somewhat it depends on the moment. You try to be. It's not and even when it's not positive, I don't think it's bitter anymore. I don't I don't think I I there was a time in my life really where I seen used to be. Bitter bitter. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's bitter. I think it's more just sorrowful. Oh. But sad you. Uh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just miss it sometimes. But hmm. Yeah, so I think I asked her out within like 20 minutes of our conversation. Because, um. Bold. Yeah, no. It was like a, okay, so you're cute. I'm cute. Let's, <laughs> let's go be cute together somewhere.
1: <laughs> go out with me.
0: And she agrees. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Okay. You're like, really? And Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> and so we, um,. I stay up a while talking to her and I woke up early that morning so I was dead tired but mm-hmm. I was so happy yeah and like I was just uh, oh, happy intrigued butterflies again. yeah because mm-hmm. she's a pretty motherfucker and we get along really well and that's we have... one
1: thing guys don't really talk about much is butterflies yeah like do guys get butterflies
0: it's I feel like you don't get butterflies in that you see somebody. I don't think it's butterflies in the sense of, oh, my God, they're so pretty. Like it. um, I don't think you get butterflies from people being pretty. I don't think you get butterflies from being attracted to people. I think when you get butterflies is after you interact with them and it works. Mm -hmm. And then there's this process of watching somebody who is watching somebody who is pretty start to shift in your mind from pretty to beautiful.
1: Yeah. Well, that's in the, a sense for you looking at a girl. Mine is like, for a guy, it's like, I get butterflies when I know I like somebody. Like, when I, like, when I first see somebody, it's like, okay, yeah, like, I see you. But it's like...
0: Yeah, I it's not, I don't get that first sight, butterflies. Mm-mm. There's nothing. But once you're... There are situations where um, this doesn't apply here, but there have even been situations where I wasn't immediately attracted to somebody. And then I don't know if this is all guys or if this is just a me thing, because I hear about guys being super superficial a lot. And this Mm -hmm. is one of my least superficial characteristics. Like I have superficial shit. This isn't one of them. But I've had instances of interacting with people where I wasn't attracted to them. And then we had like a. A really genuine, very good reaction. And um, all of a sudden, like, boom.
1: You get those they
0: They start to get, like, prettier and prettier in real time. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was one of those, except I already started out in a place of, like, I feel like it's fair to say awe. Because she
1: you were in awe. You're you're she in. She
0: was. I mean, she is genuinely very beautiful. Like
1: but the choir singing. I was.
0: I was more in awe of just how. How playful and gentle, she was. I think that was my favorite thing about her. Mm-hmm. Is her? She's very. She's so gentle and sweet. And I'm not. I've never been used to that. I've never had a relationship like that and i don't anymore because that relationship at home it, the relationship kind of devolved and it wasn't sweet anymore it was very much um serious well not it even gets... that it was like transactional because i feel like i became a therapist that she, she had a crush on huh. and i don't <laughs> and so there would be instances where like you... every now and then she'd be like how are you doing and then I get like two sentences where I talk about myself and then it immediately devolves and I'm so upset about this. And I was fine. Oh. I was fine with it because, because I cared a mm-hmm. lot, but it was, it was very much, um, I don't know. It devolved into a process of losing yourself for somebody for that somebody you else. were willing to lose yourself for. And that became a very dangerous and detrimental mm-hmm. at the end and I would go back to it immediately if given the chance and that is the horrible part of it
1: sadly. I uh, yep. Yeah.
0: But yeah, no, it was a it was a wonderful night. Um I um later on in that conversation when I took my first screenshot of her, got my first picture of her <laughs> and I di- I took the fucking screenshot. I don't know Jack shit about astrology. Mm -hmm. But I learned about angel numbers later because um, I looked at the timestamp on that screenshot. Guess what the timestamp is?
1: 333.
0: 333 AM is my first picture of her.
1: Hell yeah. That's what's up.
0: It's weird. It's so weird. It's weird. It's so weird. It's so weird how fast things... um, It's so weird how fast things changed. In both directions. And it's so crazy how much of an impact that somebody can just like accidentally, somebody can just accidentally show up. In and your life. radically change you that much. Yeah. And it was radical because yours, your love was like a genuine relationship. You had like full arcs more than a year and a half together. Mm-hmm. I had I don't even want to say how long mine was because honestly, it embarrasses me at this point, knowing that like I ended up in a pl- I ended up in a place that genuinely crushed me, and I got it was it took so little for that to happen
1: mm-hmm. well also it's, it's like
0: pathetic like no, actually
1: it's not people. People's feelings progress in, in different ways, and and like men, I've learned they fall in love much faster than a woman does. Um,
0: they can, yeah. I feel like it happened at the exact same time, but
1: though. yeah. Some
0: that was it was very we- that was a very intense feeling. <laughs> it was like it was in Top Gun Maverick. That's cute. And like we were in the we barely got tickets because um we waited a long time because we went with my mom like we were in the dis- they were we were in the um the handicap seats because that's all that was open so we were it was me and her in the that like little two section and then my mom was right across from us and we were watching this top gun movie which was awesome by the way that was a freaking good Aww. movie dude and it was mm, I like the life. Yeah. I don't oh. want to fucking talk about me though. I know <laughs> don't, don't, don't Well, get it, it
1: feels good to talk talk it out sometimes. Yeah.
0: Well, I kn- I know what follows the farther that I get into talking about it. So we are going to shift to Noah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know how you met Noah.
1: Um so one day um I I worked at Payway at the time. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And so I'm, you know, wearing black jeans, you know, work shoes, I'm in this shirt, this payway shirt, and Michaela, my best friend, she's like, Jordan, um, I'm going out to eat, you know, come, come with me, Taylor's going to be with me, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll be there, and, you know, I get ready, it's pouring rain outside, she's like, we're going to Charleston, I'm like, crap, okay, I don't have anything nice, but I'm trying to find something nice, so... I I'm still in my payway my my jean pants my mm-hmm. black pants so it, I s- smell like food I felt like and um, I change into different shoes and a different shirt and um, you know I'm driving on the way there and it's so far out I thought it was a different Charleston's I go to a different one at first. And, you know, I'm ticked off because it's cold, raining, yada, yada, yada. My hair looks bad. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, by the way, Noah's here. I'm like, the boy you were talking about, like, you want me to get with. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, crap. So I'm shaking. And I almost just turn around and say, forget it. Like, I'm not going. Yeah. But I decide to go. And I get there. And I Michaela meets me outside. And we walk in. And he's sitting there, and he has his glasses on, and he's with his friend Solomon. And it's like I was scared to look at him. I just, like, give him a glance. And um, then I look I, I look at Michaela and Taylor. You know, I sit by them, and I'm like, where's, where, where's the bathroom? Like, I don't even say hi to Noah or Solomon or anything. And they show me, and I get up. And I knew this man was looking at my butt <laughs> as soon as I got <laughs> up. I knew it. Um, but I go I go to the bathroom and I throw up because I was so nervous. I was so nervous. Anyway, so I, like, I go to the bathroom. Once I'm done, done in the bathroom, I come back mm-hmm. and I sit down. And they're in this conversation about his ex and how she's crazy and how, the dude she's with at the time wants to beat up him, mm-hmm. and um apparently he was accused of raping her. Oh, and <clears throat> Michaela was friends with her too, and so was Taylor. And they're like, yeah, she's just making stuff up. Like she made it up to the whole school. It it was this whole thing, and like I truly believe he didn't do it because he would have told me. Um, judging from what I'm gonna all probably tell you later.
0: No, no, yeah, I feel like that's fair to say, and we're gonna we're we're gonna get into that in a yeah. second. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, no, for those listening, trust us, we'll we'll get there. We'll the get man, there. Man's was excessively honest.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So you know we we eat <coughs> we eat at Charleston's. I don't really get anything because I didn't have money with me at the time, and I was working on building up money, right yeah. um and so you know, he goes on this trip with Solomon and him and I just like get each other's snap. we snap back and forth. I end up going to Colorado um with and Michaela comes with us, oh, in the meantime. when I was in Colorado um. My parents had a big fight there, and um, I had to take my little sisters downstairs because um, there was glass in my dad's neck, and (sighs) blood dripping down his face, and his whole, yeah, they had, yeah, they were fighting physically.
0: Did she crack a bottle on him? Probably.
1: A freaking, like, like, a whole light bulb or some shit. Like, I'm like, really y'all chose to do this adding. on vacation? Good lord. Like, we're supposed to be relaxing here, y'all. Come on. Let let's get your shit together. <laughs> but um so we w- you know, we we go to Colorado me and Michaela. We have fun. Got my little sister high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're in Colorado. What sure. what else is there to do? I mean, I love it out there. It's really pretty. Sorry. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of elevation in all forms. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: For sure. Um, but, <laughs> but we're out there, and, um, you know, we come back, and um, me and Noah start hanging out, and We have our first date. Oh, 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 no. We start hanging out and I go with him and Michaela and Taylor to this bonfire. And it was like his friend, it was like his school bonfire. Like all the seniors were out there and some college students Mm -hmm. and everybody was drinking. We have fun there. I didn't want to leave. I wanted to stay with him so bad. But his friend was drunk and needed to go home was kind of depressed you know going through it right so they go home we go home um we go on our first date and that's at bj's (laughs) and he comes and picks me up meets my parents on the first date mm -hmm, he walks walks up to the door rings the doorbell introduces himself Like, I asked him, I was like, are you scared? He's like, no, I'm not scared. I'm not. I want to meet your family. I'm, like, you know, straightforward. Just exactly what I wanted. And, you know, he meets them, shakes their hand. Good, long, good, strong handshake. And, you know, very respectful. Opens my doors. Um, He wouldn't let me walk on the side of the road. Ever. Ever. (laughs) Um, And so we go to BJ's and, like, we we pick out food, and, you know, I'm scared to eat in front of him. I'm like, oh, you yeah. know, I'm anxious. And, you know, he lets me pick out a dessert. He's like, pick out a dessert. I'm like, no, no, no. He's like, no, it's okay. Pick it out. And so, you know, we have, like, this little cookie brownie dessert thing. Yeah. And from there, um, we go back home. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> we go into we had a movie room at the time. Mhm. We were hanging out in there and um Let me guess. We watched a movie. We were watching a movie and we were snuggling and I um okay, so when I first got to you know, I thought he was really cute and everything, but then I saw his body and I was like, Oh. Mhm. Okay, this is a plus. So I kinda got some feelings there and mm-hmm. I might have mm-hmm. unbuckled his buckle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like I I I I went down <laughs> I went down on
2: him. Sure. <laughs> and
0: <laughs> and um the and that's pretty immediate. That's like third time after. Uh, third time seeing him? It was like our fourth, yeah. Fourth, yeah. So, very immediate connection. Mm-hmm. After that...
1: Well, and even, like, in the movie room, the doors were glass. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so um, my parents could have easily walked by, but they had they had friends over.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> but they were all on the deck and drinking and playing games and smoking. Yeah. So, they were never inside ever
0: deviant deviant,
1: and he was also very like it's okay it's okay and i trusted him i'm I'm like okay whatever you know (laughs) i'm like you know what whatever you say goes i was okay with it for him and before him i was very much a girl where i was like i was like i don't do what a fucking man says like i'm gonna be a billionaire by myself a woman you know (laughs) How it starts. That's what I'm going to do. Girl boss, I think is yeah, the proper term. Yeah, I'm going to be a girl boss. Until I met Noah. Yeah. I met Noah and shit hit the fan. I was like, screw all that. I just want to have a family.
0: You think that's a good change?
1: I felt like it was.
0: Do you still feel like it was?
1: No. Because I lost all motivation and drive for work because all I wanted was a family. All I wanted was him and the life with him and, you know, life that we talked about. Um, but we have, you know, we have that first date and from there, um, it just went wild. Um, I remember we went to red river, mm-hmm. um, um, New Mexico. Um, it was me and Noah and Michaela and her boyfriend Isaac at the time. Yeah. And Lovely
0: little man from what I've heard.
1: Oh, <laughs> um, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but me and Noah got our own room and Michaela and Isaac got their own room. Mm-hmm. And it was like our first adult trip. And me and him literally... All day every day, we're just in bed, yeah, like, <laughs> and if like like Michaela and them heard, i don't know, I'm not even gonna say that, but like anyway, we w- it was a honeymoon phase, sure, like him and I, it was like we were in love at the time mm-hmm. at that time, when it
0: started there, yeah, um, you were at that phase where it wasn't you weren't even. In bed purely because of sexual desire. It's, it was. You're at that stage where you can just lay down. Yeah. Together four hours at a time.
1: Yeah. And I remember the first time he ever told me he loved me. It was in, we, <laughs> we were in my car outside of IHOP. It was like 12 o'clock. And um, we were talking about personal issues and family And uh, I had never seen a guy cry, ever. And he cried to me. And it was like this moment of vulnerability that was like, that he was giving to me and was like, it it just felt like he was mine. Like I had him in my hands and I was not ever going to let him go. I wasn't ever going to let him feel that. And um he um he was stating to me um feelings that he had and like medicine that he took for, you know, depression and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um at the time I didn't take medicine for it, um, but I knew I was depressed too. Yeah. And so it scared me. It was like, you know, he takes medicine for this and you like, he actually takes medicine for it, and I'm this way all the time. You know, this isn't going to be good.
0: Like, yeah. I knew. And There's no moderator present. Yeah,
1: I knew at that time that things were going to be bad, but also I fell in love with him at that time. And after we went into IHOP, and we sat there, and his eyes were all puffy, and he had his glasses on. And it, it was just so sweet. Like, I just wanted to lean over and kiss him and, like, hold his face and just love on him. And I can't do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which sucks. But, um.
0: Yeah. No, those memories will fucking kill you. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So,
1: <laughs> I don't know, that's what it was like falling in the first, when I fell in love with him, but um, I didn't tell him. Mm-hmm. Um, later on down the line, he um, there was this place he took me to, it was like his uncle's farm, and they had like this... Storage unit, or this place set up where they could play pool and they had TV and a TV in there and all this stuff. And um, him and his sister set up these lights in there and made a bed mm-hmm. and put on a movie or put a movie on there ready for us to go. And I remember it was like we were just planning a date. And he was like, yeah, let's go get some snacks. And, you know, he let me pick out my favorite snacks and um, um, grabbed a blanket. And I knew we were going to the farm, but I didn't know, like, he had these lights and everything strung up and was all sweet about it. And, you know, we go out there and, like, the whole night I wanted to tell him I love him but I was scared and I wanted to wait for him to tell me because I was scared. And so I just waited and like, I turn and look at him and he'd look at me and he'd be like, what, what is it? What? Like he knew. Um, <laughs> but by the end of the night, um, we stood up were like we we didn't even do anything that night, like we just watched movies hung out, and it was really sweet and like he gave me like this big old warm hug, and then he was like, "I love you and I was like I was scared to say it back because I'm like i I you know I love this person, and he loves me, yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah. He loves me. He's in love with me. Somebody actually feels that way about me. Like, I'm their person. And I was like, I love you too. And, you know, it was just, it was like Jaeger from there on. <laughs> um, he, um, I met his grandparents and I met his mother and brother and sister and dad and I met everybody in his family and I stayed at his house a lot I'd spend the night then it got to this point where I was going through problems with my family um, and my stepmom kicked me out
2: mm-hmm.
1: my dad was never home because he worked out of state like for a since I was in elementary school, he's always worked out of state. And um so he Where was I going with this? What what did I just
0: well, I, don't, I, don't I know lost my
1: train of thought. What I don't know I your
0: life about? well enough to finish that
1: thought. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean like what what was I talking about?
0: <laughs> You were talking about Noah. Um. Dad was. Dad worked out of state. Stepmom just kicked you out. Oh, yeah.
1: So, you know, my stepmom and I weren't on good terms. Mm-hmm. And she kicks me out. And my dad's like, um, I don't want you to leave. Don't leave. This and this and this. I'm like, your bitch kicked me out. <laughs> I'm not staying anymore. And Michaela and Isaac helped me move out, and they hated Noah after a while because I showed up late. One one night I showed up late. Yeah. And they felt like he was disrespecting them, when really it was my fault. Stepdad
0: or my m- dad
1: and my okay. stepmom. She's a whore. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. It yeah, was just dad, a reason for dad. her to get me out of the house. Honestly. And to this day, they claim they didn't kick me out.
0: Do you think it's possible that they were just...
2: Redacted. 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 Redacted.
1: <laughs> um, but anyway, I like... <laughs> I don't know why I had to do that just now. <laughs> um. Anyway, sorry. I apologize for the inconvenience.
0: Um- <laughs> no. No. I feel I- like I'm just... I feel like... I don't know. It's weird because I feel like I'm I'm sitting on like a fucking nuclear missile right now and nobody listening knows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like we need to get, I definitely want to give you a chance to hash all of it out first, but like, holy fuck.
1: It's a lot. Yeah.
0: It's a lot. Um. It's all a lot, and honestly, I don't I don't want to fucking jump the gun, but oh, I am. Okay. I don't know if I'm impressed or like horrified about Noah that you can still have these feelings for. Okay, we need to cut this part. Out. Oh, that's okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Okay.
1: <laughs> um. Anyway, so he like. I just, I loved him yeah. to the end. Um, he was my everything. Like, I bought him a whole thing of essential oils. And it was like, you have to use the peppermint when you have headaches. And, mm-hmm. you know, I I remember he hit his head one time. And I skipped work to come see him. Because he was bleeding at the head, and I was like,
0: "I mean, he already had the peppermint oils.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He'll be fine with the peppermint oils." <laughs> but I mean, and that was in the beginning of the relationship that he hit his head. But I was there, like I, I was all in. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I had it. It was like I waited my whole life to love somebody. Yeah. And then finally, I got to love them, and I gave them my all, and then they turned around and shit on me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Turned around and was like, oh, yeah, this didn't mean anything. We're done. And he broke up with me because, you know, I got depressed, and um, Mm -hmm. I had no motive for life, really, and I had these problems with my parents, my stepmom, and you know, um, working, and he was like, you know, I feel like you're not getting anywhere right now. You have no motive. It's unattractive, which it wasn't attractive, you know? Um, and it's sad. Um, but also, he's not the man I want to be with if he can't sit- stick with me in my downfalls. Yeah. And that was something that was really hard, For me, but also there's a part of me that understands it. That is like he needed to needed to be okay for himself. Like I felt like I was pulling him down. But also, if you look at relationships and marriages and everything, they don't give up. Like a person changes constantly in their life, and it's falling. You're constantly in in this marriage you're falling in love with this new person every day.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, A new version of this person. But also, we weren't in a marriage. And he, it was like he treated, we we treated it like it was a marriage. We stopped going out. He played his games. You know, we just were kind of, we hung out in the bed together, watched TV, went to sleep. Yeah. But, you know, it, it was like, the spark was still there but not it was sad like it was like i don't know um and then then he ended it and got with another girl that is younger than me but it was like immediately after he got with her
0: how long 2 weeks See, I do appreciate that she hasn't done that because I genuinely I, <laughs> I can't get into it into his in as much detail because a lot of it is a lot of it is her hers to share mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna do that to her but um we were very much in a similar situation mm-hmm as you very directly similar where she was she was in a situation where she was she was doing pretty well Mm -hmm. when we in the initial um the initial stages of our relationship and there was a very specific thing that Mm -hmm. it's just immediate spiral And I, I broke up with her Mm -hmm. and it wasn't a, it definitely, it definitely wasn't an, I don't love you anymore. You're not attractive. Mm -hmm. Definitely wasn't that, but it was, I think I catch a lot of flack for not being able to, for not having held down a long relationship and some of it is commitment issues mm-hmm. but a lot of it is that i do feel that i am emotionally healthy enough that i understand i understand when it's done
2: mm-hmm.
0: at least for the time being and i understand even when i don't want it to be done i understand that um prolonging it will maybe hurt me i don't usually end no i don't want to say usually because there was nothing usual about that relationship (laughs) i knew prolonging it would hurt me but more importantly it would hurt her and Mm -hmm. it would have hurt her worse so i had to um i had to draw a line i had to and sadly i don't know if draw a line is even the right word i had to um I had to let her go off into this, um, into whatever her, um, her progression would look like. And I very quickly forgot that because, um, because I missed her mm-hmm. yeah, a lot and, um, our relationship after the first initial breakup was a perpetual cycle of, I know, I know it has to be done, mm-hmm. and I really don't want it to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want it to and be
0: done? Yeah. And so, so by now, I'm at the stage where I'm still at the same stage <laughs> of, I don't want it to be over. And she, um, I do think, you know, I wasn't super consistent because I, she makes me weak. But, I mean, she seems like she's getting better. Mm-hmm. So, I don't regret it because I'm in a horrible, it, emotionally, I'm in a horrible state right now. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, It's not like I'm in a horrible state and she's also suffering and it's just misery all around. Mm -hmm. It's like it was for something.
1: You feel like it was for the better.
0: It was was for her betterment. Mm -hmm. And I do, I still genuinely feel like that matters more than me. You
1: think her feelings matter more than yours?
0: Yeah, I do.
1: So that backtracks and she's the, to being she's a the child.
0: She's the only... Well, she's unique in that I knew it had to be with my sisters. I knew it had to be done, but I was... I'm equipped to take a lot of punishment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now that I think about it, it's actually completely not different whatsoever. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but hers is... in. This type of punishment is.
1: It's emotional. It's in. Uh, it's emotional later for on, you. It was too.
0: Yeah. Like whereas like the other well the other one was emotional but this one this one is intense enough that I don't know that I'm equipped to handle it. And I, <laughs> have, and I have to handle it either oh way. <laughs> and there's not. Um, yeah. I don't know. You have to. It's been. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird transitioning back to um, back to pain that stems from a sort of neglect Was rather than what's become familiar for me over the last two years, which is um a pain that stems from solitude mm-hmm. and of the death of expectation of better. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, yeah. because I was in a state of not believing that there could be better, and I'm now in a state of knowing that there is and knowing that what was better it's not possible anymore because
1: mm-hmm. you felt like she was better,
0: well, I, yeah, and I feel like
1: Do I feel like feel I like like
0: ruined like- it and i ruined it because i had to but i still ruined it you know and it's tiring yeah and i'm so but it's
1: not e- your fault it's not her fault it's nobody's fault i feel like you put a lot of the blame on yourself um where it shouldn't be it's 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 not um I mean basically you let the bird go to survive. And you know, later on if she comes back then it was meant to be.
0: See, I'm pissed that I have to wait on and on if she comes back. But don't wait Don't wait. You have to
1: be your own bird. Have your own freedom. No, the fuck, I do not. Yeah, you do. No,
0: I want to jump out of the nest. I want to not be able to fly and I want to hit the ground and be done. That's what I want. That
1: sounds very suicidal. No, I don't
0: mean. I don't know what I mean. You
1: can't wait for a relationship that's not there.
0: The thing is, I know that and I'm not. Consciously, you know, I mean, you've watched me attempt to try to force Mm -hmm. the process of um, what I thought, what what I know is moving on, what I've used in the past to try to jump from emotional turmoil to um, emotional numbness, Mm -hmm. and I can't do it. Yeah, you know.
2: Hmm.
0: I don't know. So I think that's uh, we we did talk about this earlier, much earlier, because we've recorded for like Mm -hmm. four hours now. Yep. But I feel like I don't know. I've been getting really into the idea of celibacy recently,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I don't know which would be better. I'm still in a constant state of mulling it over because I don't know I really want to be um I want to be free of the connection that's lingering
2: that? because
0: I don't think i don't I don't think it's gonna be with her, yeah because I don't think I I don't think it's beneficial anymore because I don't think it's um I I don't think there's anything left. Yeah. I th- I think I have um I think I have a lot left. I don't think um I don't think she needs it. So I think I need to be done with it. And I want to be done with it. But I don't in terms of, in terms of being done with it and actually fucking,
1: it was a first love.
0: I, yeah, yeah, and I don't know if I, I don't know how to approach, the I don't I don't know how to get to whatever the fuck is next. In your feelings. I don't, yeah, I I, I don't know I don't know what what moving on would look like. I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know if you. I don't know if I should sever an emotional connection by splitting it amongst strangers. I don't know if I should fucking find so my peace, fucking <laughs> um, heal on my own. Fucking so I don't know. Usually this is the part where, um, this is the part of somebody's life where they get into like. Some sort of religious radicalization, and I can't yeah. do that. That because even if I want to, I I just like I can't. That I or they go into a ho phase, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't okay. want either. I don't want either. For I don't me, want women, and I don't want you God.
1: Don't want women or men? I you
0: <laughs> know, I don't I don't I don't want women. I don't want spirituality. I don't want um. I don't know. I've been trying to force myself to want like career, and I do somewhat. I mean, that's what this is, you know. Mm-hmm. But I,
1: you're trying to find, you're trying to find a connection. You feel that's lost.
0: I want what I no what with I, yourself. I want yeah. I want what I had before. In that, I want to not want because I was I was perfectly fucking fine. Mm-hmm. I was perfectly fucking fine and you're
1: basically saying you want to forget her
0: kind of but you
1: don't
0: yeah well i like you don't want to forget her but you want to forget the pain i'm saying it's not it's not really fair to what it was because there was a lot of um there was a lot of really beautiful things that i got to see and I got to feel moments for the first time. And it, um, they aren't. It's the memories the lo- that hurt. The longer that they linger, the less beautiful that they become because I don't associate them with happiness anymore.
1: You associate them with pain. Yeah. Because. A happy memory will turn into a sad one because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like mourning a death. Yeah. When somebody dies, you have those memories of them, but it's painful because they're dead. They're no longer in your life. Like you cannot have those memories again. You're just reminiscing them. Yeah.
0: And I'm becoming I'm such a I'm such a big fucking hypocrite too because I I want her to be thriving mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not religious, but I actively I still actively, I don't know if you call it prayer, but I do actively Try and pray, to pray for her and um, kind of so wish you, for her to have better. But I also am so fucking upset at how well she's seemingly taking this shit. <laughs> I am so upset, like devastated.
1: Well, they're going to put on a, everybody puts on a show. Um, you know, clearly she's not gonna want to show you. I mean, you broke up with her.
0: I mean, not this last time. This last time, she fully rejected me. Oh, really? The last cu- the last couple times. Damn. It's like a month's worth of rejection at I least. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Th- yeah. Th- I mean, there's not a duality anymore. It's, I uh, feel like yeah.
1: Moving on. Yeah you have okay so recently what has helped me what really helped me is whoever he ends up with for me well her her for you whoever she ends up with I'll say it in your your instance um whoever she ends up with you have to let that person love her and know that she's being loved by
0: that person oh my god do not even say that like and actually she, don't even say that needs I don't to be want to think about that <laughs> no
1: <laughs> like me noah got with another girl mm-hmm. and it's hard but i have to realize i cannot be selfish i i have to say she went through the, or he went through this stuff too. He, he was in the relationship with me too. And, you know, this relationship he's in with her, I have to let her love him. And I have to trust that she knows how to love him the way he wants to be loved, the way he needs to be loved. And I have to trust that, you know, in the end he'll make the decision of being with her or not. If she loves him how he needs to be loved, then he'll stay. If not, he'll come back. And he hasn't. So I know that she's be, she's loving him the way he needs to be loved. And I know that it makes him happy. So I'm happy. Yeah. And it's hard to say. And I know it sounds half-assed. And I know it sounds totally stupid. But as much as I want to continue to love him, as much as I still want to have him, I have to know that he's o- he's okay with somebody else. He's okay in her arms.
0: What about what it does to you, though? How do you, I mean? How I do you move on. You've, I find you've been at it longer than me. How how has this type of pain changed you? Do you think what what has the shift been like?
1: It's definitely hard. Um, there's a point of feeling like. It defines you a point of feeling like it takes you down and it puts you in the shitty place. But also it's like you know, it's I'm nineteen. Yeah. Out of a hundred years. You know, say I live to be a hundred, I'm nineteen. Oh my
0: God, I would oh my God. And I if hope I think not.
1: about all these years ahead of me, I it's want
0: like fifty-five max.
1: Oh. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I haven't thought about that. But, like, there's so many years down the line. Yeah. And there's so many people I'm going to meet. I don't want to be stuck in the same place in my head and shriveling up because I can't get out of this place in my head. I don't want to miss life and everything that's in front of me because... I'm stuck on this person. You know, I loved him. I'm sure I could say I still love him. I'm just not in you love. You
0: don't think you've fully moved on yet?
1: I'm close to fully moved on. Um, I would. Um, I found somebody that gave me butterflies for the first time since him. And it does take time. And it was like the sort of, (laughs) it sounds stupid, inner peace Mm -hmm. I had to find with myself. It was like, like I would get so angry with myself. Like I'd constantly jab at myself, get at myself. Like it's because you did this, you know, you're like this, you're that. What's wrong with me? Why wasn't I enough? That's what hit really hard for me is why wasn't I enough? And, um, I can't think that way. Like, um, at the end of the day, we're all just pink brains. Like, (laughs) I was talking to Michaela about this. We're all just these living, like, blob, like our brains, just these blob muscle in these bodies that control the world. Were these walking around pink brains. You have it's like I have to think of the world in a positive way and think about, you know, there's the I have to think about the world in a much broader aspect than how I'm thinking about it now. How I'm seeing myself with people and relationships and that, you know, I'm not the only one who goes through these things and there are people to talk to. There are people to open up to. Um, you just have to find the people that listen and actually care so I don't know
0: what's the new guy like
1: <laughs> <laughs> he he's very sweet he um if I have a question he answers like he's not like Well, duh, he answers, but, like, I mean...
0: He texts me back (laughs) sometimes. He texts me back. (laughs)
1: Um, But, like, I'm saying, like, if I'm anxious about something or I'm feeling insecure about something, he's, like, like, I'm, like, you know, um... You know, I told him, I was like, I I take medicine, right? And he was like, I was like, I was just scared to tell you, you know. And he was like, it's okay, you can tell me anything. I'll listen. Mm. And just very straightforward, very like. There's some things in certain people you realize as you meet more people, it's like, I never knew I wanted that in a person. It's like, oh, like, like, Noah didn't have this, and I I, I really like it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I I didn't realize that was something I was missing, so it, it sort of, like, opens my views more. It's, it helps me figure things out. I don't know, but he's a really sweet person.
2: <laughs> he, yeah.
1: Um, he... I can't say much about him because I haven't talked to him much. We're just, like, in the – we haven't even stated that we like each other. But it's, like, you know. Okay. (laughs) And so um, he jokes around. Like, he'll make a joke and I'll laugh about it. But then, like, her brother would make a joke he'd be like okay hey <laughs> he's <laughs> like that's enough <laughs> he's like no like i can only do that or something like that i don't know it just it makes me laugh i think it's funny and like when i was younger i was i didn't have many guy friends and the ones i did they were all funny and so mm-hmm. it's like it makes you comfortable yeah and it keeps your mood boosted and it's I feel like that's something I need in my life is somebody who is funny. So you know, I'm not living in constant meh
0: constant, you know. Yeah. I love I like funny girls a lot. Yeah. You have to be with somebody who
1: can keep you on your toes, keep you going, keep you happy, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But it, it, Noah wasn't that funny, but I loved him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I fell in love with him. Like there, it was like he was—he was the man of my dreams. He'd like pull over. He one time he pulled over in just this random parking lot, flicked on the lights, his car lights turned on the music. You know, listened to country music. It was a slow song, and we just dancing from the car lights like it was romantic and one time he took me out and by the lake he pulled his truck out there and we gathered sticks and stones I made and we made a fire a little fire and then we laid out on the truck and looked at the stars and talked and it was romantic it was just really sweet but um you know, I, ha- I, I I, can't really think about that stuff anymore. Like, they're memories. They're good memories. But I can't think about them because they make me sad. Yeah. Um, I've thought through them, though. I can't... You can't push away your feelings because at the end of the day, they're just going to keep coming back. You have to think them through. You have to think through your feelings to where you can get in a good part in your life. Um, Michaela's mom taught me that. You just she's she was like you have to think through your feelings. That's the only way it'll leave. But the feelings will still be there. They'll just be they won't be bottled. So, I don't know. I learned that and it helped. And so now I'm at a better state in mind with it. Um, you know, I still struggle with it. I think about him every now and then. But then I start to think about the bad things too. Yeah, you have t- I had to put him in a place where um, I had to think about the bad things about him to help me get over the good things.
0: See, I don't know if that's fair. I w- I want to be in a you know, I know something like that would be effective, but I don't it feels You won't so hate the person. It's unfair. just unfair. And genuinely, I think of the things about her that are bad. They are so minuscule. Mm. so minuscule there's not something you can point to at least there's something um (laughs) there's not anything that i can point to where Mm. i'm like "Mm,
1: that you really hate she's
0: not who i thought she was she's not she's exactly she's she's not who my brain is pretending to be and i'm not i'm not gonna pretend like she's some like fell out of heaven like perfect in every single way, like, can't yeah, can't even imagine like how anybody could possibly be better. but, um she is as far as I'm concerned, she is my bar mm-hmm. she's my she's my gold standard for women for the time the <laughs> year, you know
1: she yeah, she's she's you you're right, she's your she's, bar, that's yeah, how Noah I mean, is she's for me. She's you not don't want to get with anybody Yeah,
0: She was enough. She was enough. Yeah.
1: You I look think, for higher standards now.
0: She was a little bit neglecting towards the end. But, I mean, we also weren't so was f- Noah. fucking together, I guess. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, not fully over Noah, but somewhat getting there. Personally, if... There was a freaky Friday two scenario. You know, Carson is Jordan now. Jordan is Carson now. Um, I would already be over it. <laughs> I would be over it for a very specific and um
1: reason. <laughs> absolutely
0: horrendous <laughs> vile reason. And um If I'm being honest, I don't know whether to be impressed or horrified that there are still genuine feelings there. Because when I think about this thing that happened, my dick genuinely tries to curl up like a (laughs) little (laughs) roly-poly. Okay, um, could you expand on what I'm talking about? please for yes. and explain it for the people because if I I genuinely <laughs> might vomit on this carpet if I try to like get into it and so, recount it um, with him Noah who... because I I get I get the sentiments and I understand I understand for you it's different because there was an in love scenario yeah. but for me it is genuinely I say genuinely too much it is so fucking difficult for me to wrap my head around because when you say you focus on the bad, there's his bad is mm, mm, <laughs> and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't even know about um like rape accusations or whatever. But I do know that what I know is, um, I don't want to say worse because, I mean, obviously like it's don't bad. fucking rape people, but it is, um, it is, I can't even explain <laughs> the visceral reaction in my head that I had when I was first made aware of this. So, um. Go ahead,
1: um so Noah and I were about a year into our relationship, and mm-hmm. mind you, him and I were together like two years, a year and a half, you know, close so very to much
0: that. very much established feelings, yeah, which so is why I cannot, there's, which is why i I will afford some leeway. yeah,
1: so mm-hmm. a, a year into our relationship my a year. A year into our relationship. (laughs) Um, I'm talking Uh, to him. And it's on a rainy day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we had been driving around. And I'm like, what is your deepest? Like, what is your deepest secret? Like, you've never told anybody at all, ever. Like, you will not admit to anybody. You'll never tell anybody, you know. And he's like, no. No, 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 no. Won't tell me. Right, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'll tell you mine, and like, you know, he makes that to be this big thing
0: I and I'm like, makes it out, well,
1: is... I'm freaking out. I'm like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. you know, and so we get food and we're eating, and oh, you were eat- we were eating, oh. I know we were eating mm. and him and I, and he like. He like starts bawling. He's like, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. I'm like, and, and a while ago he was accused of rape, you know, like, yeah. like I told you in the first episode.
0: Yeah. Not, not ideal. In, so not, not what I would, if I dated men, it's not personally what I would look for.
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm like,
0: I'm like, would so you? You're probably thinking it's that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, what'd you do? Right. Girl? Would,
0: would that be a deal breaker?
1: Um, with him. I feel
0: like that would have, I feel like that would have.
1: I told him, I was like, I love you so much, I will never leave you. Who? Like, I would go through murder and back with him. Oh. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um.
0: Okay, I feel like you liked him a little more than I like her.
1: Yeah. Um i loved him um (laughs) but uh he he started bawling and i was like what'd you do rape someone he was like no 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 and so then we start getting i'm like okay so so what happened he won't tell me i'm like you know okay so was it here was it here was it here he you know we we i figure out it's at his house right Yeah. yeah And so I start narrowing down the places in his house. Is it in your room? Is it downstairs? Is it? And he's like, well, so he, he tells me it's downstairs. I'm like, all right. I'm like, so who's with you? He won't tell me. He won't tell me. He won't tell me. I'm like, okay. I'm like, were you with anybody? He was like, "I, I was like, he's like, well, I wasn't with any, like any person or anything. I'm like. Okay, so like Vader was there, which is his dog. I was yeah. like, so your dog was there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah. I was like, S- I was like, so it was just y'all, you and your dog. And he was like, yeah. I'm like, so what crazy ass thing did you do that you were bawling your eyes out, praying for forgiveness of your sins every night for to mm. g- to the Lord, you know. And so I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like,
0: this story is making me so fidgety, bro. It's like, oh.
1: I'm like, did you fuck your dog? And his face goes blank.
2: Mm.
1: This motherfucker stuck it in his dog.
0: I don't know about mother. Boy dog. Boy dog. I, I don't think girl dog makes it better.
1: Makes nothing better. Nothing about that was good. Nothing about that was good. The fact I stayed with him after he told me this too. After I stayed with him. I was like I was like, there's nothing you can tell me that, you know, that that you know, he fucked his dog.
2: <laughs> and I was
1: like, I was like Okay. Oh, I,
0: okay. I actually haven't um actually this isn't even like a podcast question like planned out. Uh um like i genuinely don't know the answer to this question and i'm kind of scared because i i think i know what the answer is gonna be and i don't want to um i don't know um so i'm just gonna ask it um after finding this out Mm
2: -hmm.
0: were there um did you continue mm, (laughs) to have sex with them yes yes oh
1: dude i well i'd already had sex with him before Ew.
0: i'm like fuck
1: like you could have given me an std before
0: yeah like that, you are you even, mm. yeah
1: even. well
0: ugh. std is like the least gross part of that i know
1: <laughs> it, it. but things came into perspective after that. I'm like, oh, that's Came. why your dog. <laughs> that's why your dog has shitting problems. <sighs> oh my gosh.
0: It's like actually. I'm like, like I gotta take a deep breath. Are like, you is not, dumb? It's like not I kn- I already I already knew. I already knew and it's still nauseating to hear it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um I asked him why. And his response. <laughs> Was reason. because he was depressed and because he wasn't himself, <laughs> and he thought <laughs> he thought that you know no girl was gonna want him and that he
0: so he was uh, he was insecure so he f-
1: so he fucked his dog really like I'm not sure I I'm not sure I believe this like I'm not sure I, that's the reason I don't know. <laughs>
0: I don't know what the reason. I don't know what
1: <laughs> like the reason what, would be. What am I supposed to do in that state?
0: Well, I, I I do know what you're supposed to do. Break up with them. I I do I do feel like it is fair to say um I don't even want to say no judgment because there's a there's there's a slight there's there's a there's a There's a lot that should Okay, in the future going uh-huh. forward. Hindsight is 2020. Hmm. In the future, if we encounter dog fuckers, <laughs> what are we We gonna, leave. We leave. We leave the premises. We leave <laughs> We're like. Immediately. <laughs> and we take the dog.
1: Yeah, we take the dog <laughs> with us. We're like, you no longer get to be around animals. The fact I ra- had him around my animals, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. But, like, the fact he fucked a dog makes me think about what else.
0: That's like. But he told like, me
1: that was like. I his mean, that's past like. Secret. That is past what, like
0: big mouth level I'm shit. I'm thinking,
1: <laughs> what shit will like, he do in the future? Mm. Like, that's not something I want to be with. <laughs> But I still stayed with him because I loved him. And I don't know. I figured it was a very low point in his life and he was young. Yeah. See.
0: And when you're young,
1: you make dumbass decisions. Yeah, not not. But that. He, wasn't, <laughs> he was like fucking 15, 14.
0: That's, that's I mean that's rel that's relatively old. That's relatively no, pretty, old. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, what I'm saying. That's pretty old for um. That's what I'm Canine saying. sexual relations. <laughs> um,
1: Bestiality. He can check that off the rice,
0: okay. <laughs> the
1: whatever yeah. list. What is it? That test called the rice rice purity rice, test. rice purity test. I yep.
0: don't know what my score is anymore. I don't either. I don't know. We can check after this. <laughs> my phone is like nine percent. Okay so um i feel like that is that is um um, i feel like we can move past the dating portion the the beastie (laughs) i I feel like that puts a very nice little um pin topper not not even pin because i don't want to return back to it um also i feel like there is a substantial difference i feel like that is the most substantial difference between our two situations is that mine sticks with humans so i don't have like anything <laughs> like that to He doesn't match have a to.
1: problem like that.
0: Yeah. Mine doesn't have any like glaring like um flaws, you know. <laughs> um anyways, i yeah, okay. Okay. Moving <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Let's shift shift over to some some relationships that are at least somewhat stable. Um, we touched on the Emma jackass, but we have not touched on who came after Emma who came after Emma Michaela. Mm-hmm. So um you had a best friend at one point. Mm-hmm. no longer a best friend.
1: Emma was my friend best friend of three years,
0: yes. And this is not an. This we, is not an Emma Stan podcast.
1: Yeah, me and Emma, we had a whole fight on the deck with our parents, mine and hers. And hurt they told me I was psychotic and needed to go to a psychotic ward. And my parents didn't say shit.
0: Did they know about the dog thing? Is that why? No, my parents had
1: no clue about the dog thing. But this was before I met Noah. Yeah. So I don't know, that was the end of that relationship. I leaned over the table and like got up all in her face and I was like, Don't ever talk to me again, you're a bitch.
0: So how did the how did your current situation arise? Because like I know you and Michaela Fight somewhat. It's not like this perfect, like, um, yin-yang type of a relationship. Yeah. But it is stable in that it always comes back. Oh, yeah. And I don't think there's a real fear between the two of you that it will, that you can do something that will end it. And so, um, I'm curious as to how that arose. Well. Just. Yeah. (laughs) I... I
1: thought I wanted to go into the medical field. Mm -hmm. And at the time, you know, she did too. And um, I went to um, a Tulsa Tech medical assisting class um, course thing. Yeah. And she took one too. um, And she had a different class, but it was like around our first day there. And I go up there and I sit down. I'm waiting for the class to start. And I'm just sitting in like the lounge and hanging out. And I see her sitting well, I saw her sitting down first. And she looked familiar. I was like, I've I've seen her around union. Cause we would leave union and then go to the tech school. Um, so I was like, Oh, I've seen her around. So I go up to her and At the time, I wasn't really the type of person to go up to people and talk to them. So it was very bold of me Yeah. at that that point in time. I felt very proud of myself. I was trying to make friends I wanted somebody to talk to while I was there. Because I'm a super awkward person when I'm just sitting alone. Mm -hmm. So I go up to her and I was like... I go, do I know you? (laughs) She's like... Maybe you've seen me around school. And I was like, Oh, you go to union? She's like, Yeah, I go to union. And from there we just instantly clicked. And I had her over I had her over one time at my house and we did face masks and, you know, hung out and we told each other that we thought we were all we I was like, you're a really pretty person. She's like, You're really pretty too. We got drunk. Mm -hmm. My parents let us have drinks, and we got drunk and hung out. And um, that was one of our first times hanging out. Um, And my family loved her. Um, And turns out, the night at the fair where I was with that boy and I lost my virginity, I also met Michaela. She was there on one of the only rides I went on. And I was on there with Nate. And she was on there with my friend, Brie Farhood. And I turn around and I'm like, oh my gosh, Brie Farhood, hi. And, you know, she's like, hey, this is Michaela. And we forgot we met that night. And then, you know, fast forward to this relate this friendship we're starting you know we she's showing me her pictures on her phone and she's like oh my gosh no way like we met each other this day and we didn't even know which is crazy like how things happen like that yeah and also the day that I met Nate um and Mac- and Emma met Caleb, and we went to Texas Roadhouse at that, at that back to school bash. That's the same day she broke her wrist, and she was with Isaac. And Isaac, <laughs> Isaac, is a Isaac.
0: Uh, Isaac will be um, Isaac will be a topic on a future episode. Uh, yeah, it w- definitely will definitely be happening.
2: Oh. <laughs>
1: Um. yeah she anyway I had been friends with Isaac at one point in my life like in 6th grade so I knew who he was and I found out that the two of them were dating and like he's this little short boy and she's pretty tall and you know he's very scrawny Yeah. so it was like they were Same. like opposites you know mm-hmm. and everybody at Union would talk about them so that, you know, hurt her feelings a lot and everything. But, um, you know, our friendship progressed. We, she went with us to Colorado. That was when I first started knowing Noah. Um, and then she was with best friends with me the whole relationship through Noah. And, um, after Noah she was there through it all just as I was there through it all for her and Isaac she showed me the same love same ears set of ears like I'm listening I'm here I'm your best friend Mm -hmm. like I'm I will not let you go she's been with me um when I was at my stepmom's and when I was at my dad's or stepmom's whatever and she's chased me up the stairs my stepmom has and Michaela was there and seen it all Um, my stepmom used to tell me (laughs) she used to tell me um, I will use Michaela in any way I see fit to get through to you I will get any information from her Um, basically trying to control me through my best friend and when my parents started to hate Noah Um, and I was, like, kicked out of the house, Michaela and Isaac would still go to my house and hang out with my parents. And it felt wrong, and it hurt my feelings, and she'd hang out with my little sisters. And it hurt. Um, So that was kind of a nick in our relationship, I felt like, kind of like something that hurt me, Um, and I'm sure she has a lot of things that hurt her too. Um, but that was a big, a big one, but we have conversations about things now. We're like, I'm like, Michaela, you're a little bit uptight or something. Like, I'll tell her that. And then she'll be like, well, with what? And I'll tell her the instance or, you know something we feel like isn't effective for us or we feel like is bad for us. I'm like Michaela this. And she's like, Oh, okay, well I'll fix it. I'll try and fix it. And then she does the same to me. Sometimes it doesn't get fixed though. And we have the same problem arise and we get in the same fight and it's just constant circles. And recently that's how it's felt is constant circles. But, I mean, we're, for one, we're trauma-bonded, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah. And we also both hate being alone. And so it's like we just latch on to people. Like, I find a person, and I latch on. Like Noah, I latched on to him, and I didn't ever want to leave him. And currently that's what I'm doing with Michaela. I'm sure.
0: My next bullet point is quite literally... Do you cling on to relationships to avoid alone time? (laughs) 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 Yes. (laughs) I, okay. That's on there because it's fucking obvious. I'm so sorry. It is. It is. What? I do it a lot. Because you have, um, you have a few, you have a decent chunk actually of deep rooted, um, lengthy, long history. Somewhat messy relationships that you can delve into and that you've been highly present in. And I am curious. I'm changing my bullet point. Huh. I am curious about your relationship with Jordan. Uh, huh? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like my relationship with myself? Yes. What do you mean by that?
0: How do you think people perceive you, first of all? What do you imagine when you imagine you? Like, if you try to imagine yourself outside of, like, that image of looking in a mirror and seeing a reflection. Like, if you were a stranger meeting yourself, who do you think you are? Who do you think you present as?
1: I want to be presented as a kind, thoughtful listener, somebody who's smart in a way or has good advice. I want to be a person people can go to to talk about their issues. Like, I want to be dependable. um, But also to those it needs to be i want to be fiery i want to be fierce i want to be feared or scared i want someone do i don't you think
0: know people perceive you in the way that you want to be perceived like do you think do I you ask, think people see you as all of those things
1: i ask Michaela. I'm like, what did you think when you first met me? I ask, like, all my friends who I talk to. I'm like, what what was your first thought about me when you met me? They're like, oh, that, like, you're a nice person. or, You know, but if you ask my mom and my sister, they're going to tell you I'm very angry. And I take things out on people. And I have these bottled up issues and feelings and... I snap easy and I hurt the people that I am closest with because I don't know how to fix it. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, um, I know a lot of people, especially in the last, um, Three years or so i I came up as a very personable individual mm-hmm. and i don't I don't necessarily think that went away but i I came up as somebody who very much um attempted friendliness with everybody mm-hmm. and um interacted with people simply because They weren't being interacted with you know type of person to head over to the corners to try to reach out and um that was a very conscious effort I don't think that that was natural but um I assumed that through that type of conscious effort and through my natural ability to interact and um to analyze and to um. To convert reality into absurdity, and humor because I feel like it's fair to say that I'm, I am pretty fucking funny. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, humor. I'm pr- I'm pretty good at interacting with people, and. About the time I hit seventeen, you know I, I, I never liked myself that much mm-hmm. but I was at the very least confident in my ability to interact and in my personability mm-hmm. and I thought that um, I thought that I was a very capable communicator and um, even if I was ugly even if I was um, angry even if I was harsh sometimes or even bitter I assumed that other people were affording me the leniency that I gave to them. And I assumed that everybody else, um, I assumed that things didn't sit with them because things don't sit with me. You know, I can't be mad about things for more than a week. And I, I genuinely like most people because I feel like, I feel like hatred is an effort for almost everybody and
1: time consuming yeah
0: and I had I had fairly extensive networks of friend groups and around the time I was 17 one of my major ones I found out that a lot of people that I considered to be my best friends growing up I was a very common topic of conversation because they hated me And they would talk about how annoying I was or, like, how... um,
1: That's sad.
0: I don't know about sad because I don't remember whether or not it was warranted. And I lean towards it was warranted now, but I Mm -hmm. also don't know how much of that is Mm self-deprecation and how much of it was um, that they were genuine cunts. (laughs) Um.
1: What? How old were you?
0: Seventeen. Oh, ish. Yeah. And it I was, mean,
1: at that age, <laughs> it's less of kids fucking around, yeah. And well, more of them, yeah. And
0: in defense of my seventeen-year-old self, they remain very flimsy friends. You know, they're yeah. They are not consistent with each other, and there's constantly like there's constant overturn because they don't actually fucking like each other Mm -hmm. you know i watched them as we get older jesus christ i watched them (laughs) as i watched them as we get older form these friendships with these people that they were relentlessly shitty towards Mm -hmm. and knowing that one i was essentially thrown away two i wasn't thrown away for no reason they i'm not sure what the specific reasons were but i do know that they had genuine reasoning for their hatred and <laughs> i don't i don't i can't speak to the validity of that because i don't know <laughs> what the reasons were oh no. but i have no reason to believe that i mean if that many people dislike you mm-hmm. there's a very it's very unlikely that everybody is wrong you know and then three, that um, there was no reconciliation. Even though I know that reconciliation came to fruition with people that I know that they fucking despised. You
1: were just with the wrong group of people. Mm, but yes, that's there is no
0: were. there is no right for me. That's what I'm saying. Because in the years since I um. I don't make friends like that anymore. I don't hang out with people super consistently and that's not because of I don't know if that's because of lack of ability or because I don't want to. Hmm. Cuz I don't I don't trust that shit. The you first people, the hard. first genuine like super close relationship that I had made in the 3 years since was um her. Yep. She's she's a lot more than just like a first flame. It's she's um she's the ending of a long era of suffering and the beginning of one that is somehow fucking worse the end at least the right of now. Anyway. So I don't know. I don't know, but I know that um the way that I perceive myself was shitty when i was never alone Mm -hmm. and i don't think it got better when i was alone and so i have no fucking clue how to navigate that absolutely fucking none and i feel like i'm entering another period of never being alone again because i'm interacting with so many people. fucking people so many fucking see. people and i interact with strangers all the time now and i have all of these one-off interactions you know that's what my romantic life was for a very long time if you can even call it romantic is these one-offs with mm-hmm. strangers that i don't see again and i pretend not to know if i do see them again yeah and i like i'd go to um i would go to parties with groups that um Groups of people that I don't know and I barely knew then, Like people that I met that day that I would just, I don't know how, but I'd end up fucking, <laughs> I'd end up getting them. carded around. <laughs> and it's happened so often that I feel like I simultaneously cling to this version of me that gets along with everybody that is super personal, personable, that is um, fluent. In humanity, while also being this supreme, pompous, <laughs> fucking annoying little <laughs> bitch boy.
1: I mean, that's how I felt a lot. I lost a lot of friends growing up I had one, two, three, I had like five best friends that I lost I'm not friends with anybody from my elementary anymore I'm really not friends with anybody from high school
0: anymore my elementary friend group is dissolved yeah I'm one of them um one of them I have a lot of trouble hating people mm-hmm. one of them I don't I actually don't know I actually don't know whether or not I hate her. <laughs> I really don't. I tried to during high school, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't. I much really. Well, it's to not hate it, someone. it's not even that. I missed her a lot. Mm-hmm. I was for a very long time. I didn't have. I didn't have like that type of romantic connection mm-hmm. to like glom onto some sort of heartbreak, so I didn't have that type of shit that sat with me that just. Shaped me and molded me and gave me that like teenage angst. Mm -hmm. A lot. My biggest, um, my biggest lady trauma stems from that motherfucker who I had no, no romantic interaction Mm. with at all. A few moments later, there was a deep rooted homophobic movement in the 90s that so many people just cannot let go of. It's so annoying. It's so anti-intellectual.
1: My mom thinks it's gross. But yeah. But also, I think it's there's gross to like,
0: chew with your decency. mouth closed. Yeah. There no the fuck there isn't. Go into a Walmart, look at the people that are shopping there. <laughs> Tell me you believe in public oh, decency, bro. The gremlins goodness. that you can find traversing Ooh. the aisles of public supermarkets. Ooh. Public decency? It's Are you kidding? <laughs> you can, you can like. See, there needs to be. You sometimes. can see I'm just the like... excess toenail, of some of those mm. motherfuckers. Just like, oh my gosh, you mm. could. U- I would swear to God, some of the people at Walmart, you could use their toenails as scissors.
1: Ah. <sighs> uh. I wish I could take that image out of my head.
0: (laughs) Very much. You wouldn't even have to buy a lawnmower at that point. You just kind of walk and like flex your toes. You trim the grass with your toes. Yeah. You get it between your toes and you (laughs) flex them.
1: You hear like slicing noises.
2: Sing, sing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just wiggle your toes and they cut the grass.
0: Yeah, for sure. Perfect. Or you just like swing, like kick. Mm Kind of like scythe style. Mm
1: -hmm. You know what sounds really good right now? Boba, Like a tea.
0: That doesn't sound good. I kind of want Burger King, though. (gasps) I don't want to buy it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I have... We're almost at two hours on the second episode. (laughs) So I have one final question. Okay. This episode has been mostly about relationships and this one specifically has been heavily about love. Yes. You know, our first encounter with people that we eventually fall in love with, you mm-hmm. know, um, our obsession with these people who are just ethereal in our minds and just the absolute prettiest that the world has to offer, at least... In my case, yours fucks dogs. But (laughs) I'm curious. um, My final question to you. Mm. What makes someone pretty? To me? Yes. Um, Externally, internally, whatever your gut feeling is the answer
1: what makes someone pretty it's definitely if i'm talking about for a guy for somebody i i'm i would like or what makes me attracted to them what what i see is they're pretty to me um it's not anything on looks at first like well okay so you know i i'm gonna have a little bit of standards with looks like I want you know personal hygiene. First of all, that's like the first thing I need somebody to have is good mm-hmm. hygiene. Like if you don't take showers, it's no go. And definitely somebody's eyes. Like when you you look in them and it's like uh it's like you get a connection or you don't. Yeah. Um, that's things that are have to do with outside but inside it's like when a person they're kind to me but it's like like if somebody were to hurt me it's like they're like like they take up for me like they care a sense of I care for you. Oh, you scared me. You looked the other way. <laughs> no. Um, bad. But it's like, um, what attracts me to a person is like definitely if they're funny, if um, they're kind, if they care for animals because that's a big thing. Um... And a year down the line, I didn't, you know, my ex, I find out he fucked an animal, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, it's definitely on the list. And it was on the list before him. It's yeah. just... It, and
0: there it should remain. It needs to remain. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but, like, um, now I look for someone who can um, see, who I see has a good future for themselves. Somebody who... Um, Like, it doesn't matter if they know where where they want to go or what, but somebody who is trying. You can tell is trying, and that's all that really matters to me. It's not about, it's never about looks at all ever for me. It's, It's a connection. I don't know. Just someone who wants good for me, and I want good for them, you know just that like a good future good happy life but is okay with trauma is okay with someone who's okay with knowing that I'm I'm not fully fixed like I'm not Mm -hmm. and them too you know like let's go through it together you know things like that yeah that's how I feel with people. Um, but that's that. That's how I feel. Yeah. But what about, what? what is yours? Like, what it, What do you mean by pretty?
0: I feel like pretty is a developmental process. Mm-hmm. I love people who exhibit understanding. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't even mean that in a listening sort of sense, because I feel like listening is genuinely easy. Yeah. And should be more widespread. I mean that in a sense of watching people know how to properly interact with people in wildly different circumstances like knowing when to tone it down knowing when to be playful and understanding what people need
2: Mm -hmm.
1: reading the room deep
0: yeah deep deep empathy um i've previously liked um i've liked mean women (laughs) in the past but i think i think part of that is um I think part of that understanding, especially with me, it's exhibited through like being funny mm-hmm. and um I know now being gentle. Yeah. For her short for ho- for her shortcomings. Mm-hmm. She was very funny and she was very gentle. Yeah. And she was very she was bubbly. Yeah. When she needed to be, but she wasn't annoying, you wasn't know. Wasn't overpowering. She was she was loving and she was courageous enough that she didn't feel the need to hide it.
1: Yeah. Like and her, Oh my god. Kind in Hurt
0: her, her eyes. Aww. She had these really, really pretty deep blue eyes. Aww. Or has. Yeah. I'm assuming she still has eyes. <laughs> She, I saw a picture recently too she got um she was in the late stages of braces when I was with her and she got them off and she looks really nice
1: Aww. how
0: sweet but yeah I don't know I
1: That's just how you view a person to be pretty
0: yeah I like yeah yeah, smart and gentle, mm-hmm. and I feel like if you have that combination, I don't know. and the motherfuckers always turn out blonde, but that's not <laughs> a, that's
1: not a, that's not a
0: prerequisite.
1: Recently, you're, God, you're, you're, I, I you're looking for girls who are bitches and blonde.
0: God, I don't only like <laughs> blondes. It just so. What happens. next? Do they have
1: red lipstick and blue eyes? <laughs> In heels, a lot of them have
0: eyes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie there is varying height, though, yeah, I don't have a specific height. I couldn't be with a guy that's tall. shorter than me. I've, I've never done taller than me, yeah, I at can't. least i've never I've never attempted a relationship with taller than
1: me. I think that's a bit weird it, it,
0: but somewhat, it but is. one of my friends is having a little situation with a girl who's a little bit taller than him And he's Ooh. He's the type of dude he's. He's an aspiring preacher and he's starting oh. to get he's starting to get pretty good. And uh he's dating like a like a tall bisexual lady, like a very much like do, very much like dommy mommy vibes, you know? oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's From what funny. I gather. And <laughs> he didn't have a lot of he didn't do a lot of dating type romantic shit in high school and it's kinda cool to hear about it. Hear about that like natural progression mm-hmm. and him like learning the shit that I had to learn painfully Yeah. Earlier. It's interesting to watch and it's interesting the it's gonna be interesting to find out whether or not it ends painfully or if he fucking figures it out in mm-hmm. a way that I didn't. Yeah. I'm intrigued and then <laughs> yeah yeah it's
1: weird how people go through different things but come out with the same
0: yeah and vice versa, yeah, you know
1: or go through the same things and come back with different answers, different feelings. everybody's different
0: I hope i I hope one day I become one of those people who like just like comes back with answers and not like. You want to be wise. a deep feeling of, like, impending doom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you ever thought about when you're older and you're wrinkly and you have grandkids? The world doesn't matter. Like, you've lived. Fuck it. Like, you do what you want. You know, you're going to die soon. Go do something fun travel the world
0: you know actually but you
1: have your hip bone that
0: I, <laughs> that's not working correctly i don't i haven't <laughs> thought a lot about the idea of being elderly just because i don't really have an expectation for myself to make it to elderly mm-hmm. because i'm not um one i'm not that heavily future oriented and two i don't know i feel like i've had a I've had a feeling for a while whether conscious or subconscious that it's just not gonna happen it's not gonna be prolonged that long Hmm. and I hope it isn't if I'm being honest but um I don't know I feel like the one thought that I do have about like being elderly being an old man is that um I don't consider myself to be very pretty now, Mm -hmm. but I've thought about in the future, like with the progression of aging and the idea of um, going from worrying about trying to be pretty, trying to be somebody that people perceive as attractive, trying to be somebody that, um, like if you pass somebody on the sidewalk, they like, They notice and they, um, they like remember a face. You want to be like that type of, like noticeably beautiful. Yeah. And when you're older, there's, there seems to be that shift where, um, maybe I wouldn't be worried about that anymore. And maybe, um, I could, um, I feel like me as an old man, I feel like I have the type of face where even if it's not, very, not super pretty i feel like it is a very um it would be a very warm old man face and i feel like you it's the type of thing that you could very
1: distinct like yeah. your cheekbones it's a very are very nice sharp way of saying You're ugly that's because i'm 135 no, fucking no. pounds right now like your cheekbones are very sharp yeah. your jawline's very sharp i i'm fucking
0: anorexic bro no
1: <laughs> it's like you have the facial features of like Like, when you're older and you're, like, in your 40s, your face will look really good on you. Like, you're... Like, it's, like, you'll definitely grow into it. If that makes sense. Like, not that you aren't already. It's just, like... Some people, the older they are, the better they look. Yeah. And some people, it's the opposite. I feel like yours... Is when you're older, you'll definitely like you could you could look really good when you're older. Yeah. And I'm not trying to sit here and like flirt or anything, and that's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know, it's just like future. You could you. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm digging myself on the hole. <laughs> you look good right now, and I feel like you're very hard on yourself, and very hard on your future self, but you're not as bad as you think you look. You, mm. if somebody were to ask, if somebody were to ask me, I'd be like, yeah, he's a handsome guy. Like he's, he's a pretty guy. He's not.
0: See, and my issue is I hear people say that and I, there's no part of me that can believe that. Really? No part. I literally had this conversation with my cousin the it's other day. because you too. shit on yourself so much. No. Yeah, actually. And The thing that, the thing, the only comforting thought that I've had about being elderly, I think like my features on like an old man face, where I don't think of, I don't think a big nose is very pretty. And I don't think like that type of wrinkles or like the fucking crow's feet or whatever is pretty, but it's very, um, there is something very warm about that exact same look. On an old man an old person, yeah, and i I think the idea of a transition into the embrace of an old man's warmth mm-hmm. is very lovely. And so, I don't know.
1: Think about when you're an old man and you have a wife, and you and her live together till you're dead. You live in a home together and it may not be who you think now but later on in life you'll find your person whether it's who you think or it's not and you could live happily ever after like they do in the movies or you could not but i don't know that's kind of what i want is i kind of want to have that cute little fairy tale ending yeah where I grow old with somebody and I'm able to eat pizza on the couch and watch watch a movie and not have to worry about anything other than my hip bone hurting. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But I want to be buried by my person. I... That... Or I wanna be made into a willow tree. Like just sprinkle me. Like use my body as soil for something else to grow. Yeah. That's what I really want. Is I want I don't wanna be buried. I want like burn me or something and use my body as soil for something else to grow. I and I would I'd really like it to be a willow tree because I think those are beautiful and peaceful and like over a pond with a bench. I don't know. With some wind chimes.
0: Ding ding ding. <laughs> yeah.
1: A little bit of goofy to it.
0: But Yeah. I wanna be taxidermied.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do. I wanna be taxidermied and I wanna be used as a Christmas tree. Really? Yeah. Ornaments and all.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. This ornament is his right figure. Or maybe even
0: like <laughs> you know what? Maybe not maybe not a Christmas tree. Maybe not a Christmas tree. Full taxidermy nativity scene.
1: A what scene?
0: Nativity scene. You know the thing? Like baby Jesus in a manger? That like layout? Uh, yeah, that's I want cute. No, but like taxidermied corpses. Like making oh. the nativity scene.
1: That's kind of creepy.
0: I think it'll be kind of sick. Okay.
1: You want your family to make you out of that? You think they you
0: know, Oh no 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 not family. <laughs> I want it to be donated. I want it to be a collective hodgepodge oh. corpse nativity scene.
1: Huh. But what if but wouldn't you don't don't you want your family to have a little bit of peace? No. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You don't give a you don't care. <laughs> mm, no. Cause in the end I feel like it's like your family who really needs comfort when you die. Yeah. And I feel like in the end, yeah, yeah, it's your life, but they're living their life still and you've left. Like I want to give them something to have comfort and something for them to find peace through. Um,
0: Yeah. Like a, sick-ass nativity scene <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah okay <laughs> we're at two hours and 15 minutes oh that's a long time The end of part two that means we have officially recorded for four and a half hours heck yeah technically five if you count the stuff that we cut out and pretended uh-huh. like we didn't cut out the <laughs> editing so um <laughs> thank you for coming
1: well thank you for having me i really had fun Yeah, Um, very enjoyable. I I would do it again. I'd talk again. I think it's fun. I enjoy it here. I think we could. (laughs) Okay, wait. wait. (laughs) Okay,
0: (laughs) Okay, um, I just made a mess. So, um, Okay, goodbye, y'all. Y'all can fuck off (laughs) now. Bye.